1: what's up good buddy how are hey,
2: you i'm doing pretty good you had a nice just, rock
1: rock sound today man I feel yeah. like you're feeling it you're feeling it today
2: oh yeah got that fuzz all fuzzed out you get the Marking fuzz like fuzz on your face or i got some fuzz, fuzz, fuzz on my face i got some fuzz <laughs> on my guitar i got a little on my shirt gotta get it get it off
1: I like it dude you know Lindbergh. speaking of fuzz yeah. You know, we talked about, you know, I'm, I'm letting this gray thing go. you right. And yeah. then, and then I'm like, you know, and then now I think I'm going to die it again because this stupid lady would that, I did a show yeah. was in Phoenix and she's like, you're really funny. And she goes, I appreciate your boomer humor. Oh, I was no. like, yo, I ain't no boomer.
3: <laughs> so no. I'm a Gen Xer.
1: Damn. I'm a Gen Xer. All right. Yeah. You're, 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 you know, Bo- boomer is Elvis Beatles. I'm right. Guns N' Roses and Depeche Mode. Like, I'm not, yeah. you know, I, you know. You had uh, bell-bottoms. We had parachute pants, all right? It's, it's, <laughs> we popped and locked, all right? We weren't, we weren't at Woodstock. We were at the mall,
2: all right?
1: <laughs> like, what, so was mad. this a
2: young person or? Old? No, it's an
1: old person, which is worse. What? Because it's
2: weird. Young people seem to uh, forget that there's anything in between boomers and them. Like they'll yeah. call millennials, boomers, they call yeah. Gen X, but they don't recognize yeah. that there's two generations in between.
1: Nah, so but it's like, like an older lady. Different. So then a boomer lady, because they're older. Yeah. And so they need to get be all... one of her. Yeah. Whatever. I'll so so now, now you're going to die.
2: You're back to dying? It,
1: I'm going to die, <laughs> die back. I'm going to die back. I'm going to get plastic surgery. I'm going to go to <laughs> Turkey and get a hairline. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to oh, do it all. Man. I don't care. I'm get, i don't get know. Botox.
2: I'm, I'm trying to see if I like the mustache being gray yeah i th- I think all i'm okay right, with the sideburns but the mustache i don't know i'm on the fence
1: i mean you know you look like a boomer <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna have to take it man
2: yeah we're all boomers now
1: yeah i don't know man this is the weird one i don't know when older people want to lump you up you're just like shut up dude <laughs> um i'm a little revved up yeah yeah life is uh it's you know what do we what we got here we got music we got music or we got uh, uh yeah music got, yeah but got i got a think. new background like that They're fun? Nate yeah, uh Nate oh. gave me uh i had him sign his album after oh, a that's nice little cool. framen't that cool that's his uh, yeah. his Grammy nominated album wow, it was pretty cool and uh yeah that was it's kinda cool, cool
2: looking vinyl i like that you got the cover and then you got the record sticking out. <laughs>
1: i like to peek out a little you know? yeah uh, i right. gotta get this right perfect look at that what a beauty what a and what that, a gin xer
2: yeah <laughs> and then that beatles record i mean that's awesome And they got the, i mean you got the yeah one of the uh greatest album covers of all time dustin <laughs> Chaffin.
1: yeah i got that there I'll and the beatles
2: that.
3: yeah that one's that's great. what we do
1: i love that and then uh we got the uh, white stripes one that's autographed by the entire band. That's Ooh, up there.
2: The entire Pretty band, cool. both of them. No, no, no. <laughs> his pers- His
1: no. He has more than he has. Like three people in his his band.
2: Oh, Jack White.
1: Not not the white stripes.
2: Oh, I thought you said white stripes. That's
1: no, I, was- I said Jack that's White. Being funny. It didn't work because, well, I appreciate you trying to be funny.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's, you know, it's the thought that counts
1: is what I've always heard. So, yeah, that's a great joke if I said White Stripes, but I said (laughs) exactly. We'll we'll put that in editing. I'll say Mm -hmm. White Stripes, the whole band. Yeah, let's do it again. You'll be like, (laughs) (laughs) I got this this White Stripes album and uh, the whole band signed it.
2: Wow, both of them? (laughs)
1: Somebody's <laughs> uh, a comedian with a guitar. All uh, right, we better bring in our other guy in we here better before do it gets before it just gets too corny. Um, I think he's a Gen Xer. He might be somewhere in between, but we mm-hmm. love him. Uh, he's our Kurt Loader of the show, <laughs> who is a boomer, uh, ladies and gentlemen, from all the way from Salt Lake City, uh, Adam Holtz, everybody.
4: Hey guys. Hey guy, hey. what's up? All right, I think I'm technically I'm uh, close to Gen X. Are you X. still
1: in
4: Jersey? You Gen oh, you're yeah, in excellent. Yeah, I'm still in uh oh, New Jersey, okay. but uh but yeah, oh, my sorry. my uh birthday I guess falls in between Gen X and that that kind of gray area between Gen X and Millennial. Mm. But it's 77, oh, so okay. more Gen X.
1: Yeah, is your beard natural? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it
4: uh it uh, it, it, it's funny because it comes in it comes in red but there are little bits of gray that are coming in right now
1: yeah so i'm gonna have a jet black beard next time you see me (laughs) i
3: don't
2: know what i I don't know what to do now i was gonna embrace it but now oh you are oh well you are called a boomer
1: no, like I was fine until some lady thought I was my dad's age, who's dead. I mean, how ridiculous is that? <laughs> um,
4: you get some of the uh, just for men.
1: Um, I did do that for years, and it's like I've decided to embrace, yeah, and not do it. And then this lady, I'm fine. I'll keep it. I guess I'll just be an old crankety. I'll just be that old hipster guy that just hangs right. around record stores asking, <laughs> trying to bum Clove cigarettes and just talk about concerts that's on young people's shirts that they never saw. You know, just like, <laughs> I saw that show. And they're like, what? What are
3: you talking about? I was there, man. <laughs> I was there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do do that sometimes. I'll see somebody in like a Guns N' Roses. Like, oh, I actually saw them in '87. They'll be like, "What? I wasn't <laughs> born." And I'll be like, "All right, yeah." You know, and they're just, like, "I bought
2: it at Target." Yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And like, take the shirt off.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, have you heard? Uh, right. Have you ever heard LCD's song uh, "Losing My Edge"? I don't know what I don't like what you're implying, but no. No, you got <laughs> The song is exactly about sure. that too.
1: <laughs> All right. a All Great right. song. To, <laughs> great song. I guess I'll have to listen to it and cry. Yeah. All right. I'm not losing my edge, dude. I'll say the N word right now.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 no. All right. <laughs> It's a weird show when there's no J, there's nobody, there's nobody right. here. It's like, it's like a substitute teachers in the class. And we're just like, bah! you know, Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. This is like <laughs> detention, but nobody's watching yeah, us. It is
1: detention. And like the guy like went to lunch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see. Uh, you guys have your random pools, random purchases? Some,
2: yeah. Yeah. Which one, this is the, okay. I had Doesn't matter. a specific one for the for the specific episodes. but
1: uh, it so. we'll, we'll then save it.
2: Yeah, I didn't know which one we're doing. We're doing the live, the live ones, right?
1: We already discussed this before the yeah. show started. You right. want to
2: discuss it during the show? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what you like to do. That's what Jay always does. You guys, <laughs> you guys spend nine minutes on prep before the show starts <laughs> uh, what I, the, on that stand-up show. I'm like,
3: just stop
1: talking. Wait till the show starts. All right.
2: Yeah, I got some random ones.
1: I bet you do, you freak. (laughs) So, I have a very cool album. Very excited about this album. Um, You know, country music is dead, a lot of people say, uh, over the past few years. I do not believe that. I believe there's a surgence of outlaw country that is better, or is almost as good as the Waylon and and the Merle days and the Johnny Cash days. There's some really good artists coming out. Guys like Sergio Simpson, who we've covered, and Chris Stapleton, and there's just a lot of good guys. This guy is no exception. Brand pretty new. He's uh, probably the past few years. Uh, This is Charlie Crockett. Uh, He is making a huge splash in the outlaw country world. Um, This this is the album, uh, The Man from Waco. I think this is the second album. I'm not sure he has. I believe it's the second. And uh, this is his new album. It just came out, um, I think, uh, about a month ago. And it's fantastic. His sound is very old school country. It's got, uh, it even has kind of some horns and almost sounds like a kind of a 50s country. Like it's just very, very kind of vintage sound. And uh, his voice is great. Uh, his lyrics are kind of like kitschy where they kind of, kind of a throwback to that era of country music. Um, of You know, the day, the 60s and whatnot but um it's just really good stuff man uh the man from waco is uh kind of the breakout single that uh, they're playing on Sirius xm outlaw country which i recommend as a channel if you have Sirius xm very good channel and uh this entire album was amazing uh, odessa is a really good song so if you get a chance check out some charlie Crockett. uh he you know he dresses cool he's got he's kind of this embraces kind of look i used to embrace and uh, kind of a kind of a <laughs> slick kind of country you know Kind of rockabilly thing he's really great so yeah there's that uh anthony what do you got
2: i have um so i have peter this pan. peter pan this, uh, what is this this is the 30th the yeah. <laughs> let me just cover the uh new, there's some nudity here uh this is the 30th anniversary uh edition it's a pixies. show it show
1: it show the boobs who cares yeah this has got Does some boobs matter? on there yeah so this has okay.
2: um <laughs> three Three, uh, I believe it's three discs. Uh, is it three or is it two? It's got um, "Come on Pilgrim" and "Surfer Rosa," but it has a a, a bonus uh record that is uh, it's called "Live from the Fallout Shelter," and so mm-hmm. this is like a a radio uh, a live radio performance that they put on here, and it's got it's brown brown vinyl. And so uh, it was pretty cool just to hear them in like what is this, this was like from eighty, I don't know eighty eight or something nineteen eighty eight doing a live yeah. radio performance, and then you got the, the first EP and the first album. So uh, I Amazing. think it's worth worth buying. I, I enjoyed the the live performance and uh, so you know, good. I love, I love the love the album too.
1: I had that poster in my dorm room. Yeah. And so everybody would come in and there would just be boobs on my wall. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> you get that, some of the, a, a female off. RN or RA, whatever you call it. RA, I think, right? Resident. Uh, yeah, R- yeah. RA. Yeah, RA. RA. She, she came in and she was like, ah, but it was art school. So you got to be like, ah, you know. It's just, art. Uh, it yeah.
2: Is, it's
1: fine art. It's fine art. Fine art. Pixies. Good choice. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Adam, you got anything? You're, no, you're not, I don't have home, anything, so, uh,
4: yeah. nothing with
1: me over here. Okay. Did you buy anything?
4: No, recently? I actually haven't. I, I've been, I've been too busy. I haven't been able to make it to the record store, but I think, uh, I think I'm gonna have to change Are that you, pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Or we're going to have to let you go. If right. you don't, <laughs> if you don't <laughs> waste your money on vinyl, I mean, Jeff is, you know, he kind of forced himself on the show, but we'll let him stay. If, uh, he makes videos. Oh, he didn't make all the videos this week. Uh, uh, all right, uh, whatever.
4: Well you know what? Uh speaking yeah. of the Pixies, yeah. there's uh speak
1: of the Pixies,
2: please. I there is a, a new coffee.
4: album that just came out uh on Friday. It's called this, uh Dog Rail. There's a new,
2: pi- there's a new yeah. Pixies album? Oh yeah. I have actually not, just uh, have you heard it? Is it good?
4: No, I haven't no, heard it. I just it. uh I heard about it on the way <laughs> in here listening to Sirius XM and they were talking about it. But uh but I just looked it up too. It's it just came out on on uh Friday.
2: Uh I I have not kept up too much with their stuff since uh, Kim Deal has left the band. Yeah, it doesn't feel as much like the Pixies, uh. But uh, but I I'll, I'll, I might check this one out just to see.
1: Kim Deal, Kim Deal, he's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: Without Kim, there's no deal.
1: Hey, I like Dill Pickles. All right, this is a weird show. <laughs> it's how corny we can make it this way. Uh, all right, everybody. So uh, this is uh, always exciting to be here on Dustin's Final with my buddies talking music. This week, the theme was um, live bands. Uh, we've covered that before, but uh, Jeff seems to forget. So I let him <laughs> choose the genre, and he went live music. And so uh, pretty interesting uh, selection of music that the three of us came up with. And so very excited uh, to talk about it. Adam, I'm gonna let you go first so you can get your notes ready because you're always so prepared where Anthony and I wing half of this. You and- <laughs> I can't do it any other way. Adam's got references and like, you know, neighbors that heard them come up with the phrase that ended up being the song. You're like, where you get all this information? <laughs> <laughs> I did to read Wikipedia right before the show on. All right. right. Um
4: <laughs> well, I'm gonna wing so live this one.
3: Music. Live <laughs> you're music. gonna wing this one, All I'm gonna right, wing this one.
1: It. I love it. I love it. Uh so there's nothing better than live music, you know? It's really an amazing thing. And some occasionally somebody will capture a performance and put it on an album. And this is our theme today. So Adam, what do you have with for us?
4: All right, well I got I I uh you know, I was waiting for the moment to bring in some Springsteen. And I mean, I think he. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'd say he's probably one of the best live performers ever. And, and especially, you know, touring now. Um, so this was a, uh, a fairly recent release of a concert from 1979. This is the uh, Bruce Springsteen, and the E Street Band, the legendary 1979 No Nukes Concerts. Um, so this took place in uh, Madison Square Garden over two nights in 79. And um, it was uh, originally they released this in, I think it was in 79 as a, um, a vinyl release where it was all the musicians that took part in this concert. Um, I, I think there was uh it was Jackson Brown. I think there was uh Graham Nash and, and there was one Springsteen song on it which was one of the actual covers, it was kind of the first time a lot of people heard Springsteen live or or recorded. You know, this isn't the full concert. This is kind of a compilation of, of both show, both nights, but this took place um, kind of during one of their, the what I think is one of the greatest album runs of all time. So this was between um, this was right before uh, Springsteen released the river, but it, it pretty much covered from the Wild, the Innocent the East Street Shuffle, all the way up to the River. You had two so you had Sherry Darling, and you had um, um the river off of there. But um, but this was, I mean, this this kind of this set shows how incredible Springsteen was in a or is in a live setting. And um, you know, there's so much energy in there. There's um uh I mean this is a almost like a greatest, I mean, not at the time, but now looking at it, it's almost like a greatest hit set. Um, I mean, you have you have Prove It All Night. You have Badlands off of um, uh, Darkness on the Edge of Town, The Promised Land. Um, you got Thunder Road off of Born to Run, Jungle Land, Rosalita, which is the only song off of the "The Wild, the Innocent and the East Street Shuffle. And, and definitely one of the even now, it's one of the best songs to hear live. Um, you know, "Born to Run. And then there's uh, Stay with um, Jackson Brown, Detroit Medley, um, so the, the, the last four songs on the album are all uh, covers, but he just infuses them with so much energy. It's really, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Springsteen in concert, but it is almost, um, you know, it, it's this this kind of like rock religious experience in a way. Uh, he plays, you know, each night he's playing from like three and a half to four hours, especially on his last tour, Whoa. he's going about four hours each time. Four hours? He's like, but so um, hell. Right, <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but this, I, I feel like <laughs>
2: Dustin hated that reference.
4: <laughs> Keep going. You're doing great. Uh, but, uh, no but I think what's, I think what's interesting too about this, this, uh, <laughs> about this live album is that Springsteen is 30 at this point And, and mm-hmm. the river was kind of his reaction to being turning 30. Uh, and to him, I guess at the time in '79, 30 is more of this middle age. Um,
3: <laughs> oh, so, God. so you hear on there, you do hear those,
4: <laughs> you do hear those kind of corny jokes that he has up on stage. Uh, you know, talking about like, ah, oh, I don't know if I, if I got any more in me. I don't know. He's like, I'm 30. I might just drop dead on stage. But, uh, <laughs> and the funny thing is, you hear him now, and he's, uh, what is he? He's 70 or close to it, and he's wow. doing the same exact banter on stage. Um, uh, (laughs) I mean, if the joke works, you keep it. Right. (laughs) But that's the thing is like listening to this, you know, you feel like this could have been recorded today. I mean, he he does have the same banter. He's got the same audience interactions um, and just the same energy. And the E street band is really just firing in all cylinders at this one too. Um, But I think, you know, this is, um, you know, spe- like one of the best kind of samplings of a Springsteen live show. And originally I was actually going to go with the Springsteen live 1975 to 85, but that's like, they want to subject you guys to about three and a half hours of Springsteen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, boy.
4: But, um, but yeah.
1: That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, we need to talk about that too. It's like a lot of times you guys will recommend albums that are like, you know, four albums, you know, four right. discs or whatever. It's like, dude, it's got to be. <laughs> 12 songs
4: i think should be <laughs> well that's why i picked this one 13 songs hour and a half yeah. this is i mean this is a Not short bad. short the, springsteen. For springsteen. it is yeah
1: yeah you know i respect you and your musical opinions so i'm gonna definitely go and soft on uh springsteen <laughs> yeah. um but springsteen is a very talented musician i mean and i feel like this you know the thing is it's like he he makes the mark in music that needs to be made, you know, it's like, he's doing this concert. It's like a, you no know, nukes and, you know, nobody's, you know, it's like, we. you know, we're all like, Weezer's a great band, but are they really doing anything? You know, are they saying anything? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like somebody yeah, like yeah. Bruce is in it. He's in it. You know, he's like, he fucking, you know, he, he, he went against, uh, you know, the Republicans cause they were using his song born in the USA. He's like, you don't have the rights. And, you know, so he's, he's involved, like, he's a guy that, like, you know, his songs sometimes lean political, but he's also the real deal, like, he's mm-hmm. not, like, this guy that's, yeah, and, and the music, it's like, and you have this band that's just phenomenal, everybody is just, you know, amazing musicians, and they they all just kind of, you know, are in this vibe of music, and this, this is a great concert, you know, it's definitely, um, you know, from top to bottom, it's just, like, a fantastic, uh, you know, I would want to see springsteen live now is it my music no it's not something that i turn on it's not something that i like um you know the only time i've ever seen anything live from anything from springsteen was all these videos when i was a kid you know and born in the usa was a big deal because i'm a gen xer and so when that (laughs) (laughs) so when that came out that was kind of this, this you know that was all i knew of springsteen i didn't knew i didn't know all the born to run and all the cool stuff i just knew this like kind of, you know, white shirt rolled up and born in the USA and uh, the glory days and, you know, and the chick from Friends dancing in the video, and yep. you know, so it was like all that stuff. So I didn't get this experience that you probably got, you know, if you had like an uncle that exposed you to it, or if you had to, who did expose you to Springsteen? I feel like somebody uh, older father. must have, your father. Yeah. yeah see, like that's, a, that's a passed down kind of cool thing. You know, my father, you know, he, he introduced me to the blues. And so Stevie Ray, Muddy Waters and stuff. So that's why I'm drawn to that. So I think when your father passes something like that. And Anthony's father, you know, died before he could even know what music was. So not to... yeah, know. <laughs> okay, I'm laughing at that. But... <laughs> a horrible human being i'm a horrible
2: no, I, human
1: I being i love it the audience like yeah you're using yes. that loosely um <laughs> but, uh, but yeah so i get what it is and this concert is one of those events you know it's like the. it's yeah. like I've, I've heard about this concert you know yeah and uh i i would give springsteen's earlier work a chance like I would listen to the you know first four or five albums but I think after that I'm lost you know I feel like it's I'm done with it but this concert it feels like it's you know it captures the moment of what Springsteen is who is an amazing live performer and uh you know I would you know the the sad part is I've seen you know a Dave Matthews band live but I've never seen Bruce Springsteen live you know what I mean like so if I could trade that if I could trade that off I would (laughs)
2: <laughs>
3: so, but do,
2: do they put on a good i feel like they would put on a good show though dave matthew's band like they can all play. they do but i yeah. think i'd
1: rather see Springsteen, you know okay. with the right. e street band and so i feel like that's a lot but uh but yeah this is a good album um i you know i feel like but it's you know like i said it's just something that i i'm listening to it because you picked it but i do have a a, a huge respect for what bruce does live for sure anthony how do you
3: feel
2: well, you know, similarly, you guys know I'm not a, I'm not a Springsteen guy. But I do realize he's, he's talented. There's an audience for what he does. The band can play, you know. Uh, the, the, the songs, are they're not for me necessarily. But what I will say uh, is that the production on this album was great for a live album. It's so clean, you know, like um, it's my problem with a lot of uh, live albums in general is that it's it just usually sounds too noisy. You know, you can't really hear anything. The band always seems like far away. The audience is too loud. It's just like very um, there's just too much noise, I think. And with this, it almost I mean, you can hear the audience in between songs. But once the band starts, it kind of is almost the same kind of production that Springsteen has on his albums, you know, because he he has that kind of like everything has a little bit of reverb and like he has that kind of sound anyway on his on his albums. So I was that was my favorite thing about this. I was like, you know, I listened to uh, all the other albums that we picked, and then I put this one at the at last, and I was like, whoa, this like. This sounds, it's clean. It's very well recorded. You know, the saxophone comes in. Oh, what I also liked is that there was a saxophone solo right into a guitar solo on the, first, I think it was the first track. I was like, you know what? That's pretty cool. You don't hear that too much. Saxophone solo yeah. into a guitar solo.
1: Yeah, I think you could. Uh... You know, if if Adam like cultivated like a, a Springsteen collection, I think yeah. we would we would, for us. I think we we could probably get into it and just yeah, kind of let go of the Springsteen trauma. You yeah, know, because I'm right. still thinking about the Super Bowl halftime show where he slid in, in you know, right. on his knees into the <laughs> camera. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I remember like that. Those are still that moments life. that I'm just like, you know, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> So I wonder what Jeff has to say. Uh, I'm going to go read a book while he replays the
3: video. So...
0: All right, let's talk some Bruce. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, No Nukes. Uh, First of all, great set. Uh, This is coming from the best uh, Springsteen era. This is uh, 79, 80. So when you look at like three album runs from an artist, I mean, was there anything ever better than uh, Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town, and The River? Well, that's what this album kind of draws from. Plus, add some bonuses. So let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, starting off with Prove It All Night, my favorite Springsteen song. Um, although, the version on this is not the best. I mean, a little fast tempo. Um, I don't know, maybe they were trying to rush in a bunch of uh, songs for this set, but I mean, but, but look at the set list. We have songs like Badland, Promised uh, Land, uh, Thunder Road, Jungle Land, uh, Rosalita, Born to Run. And then, you have some of the highlights of the album for me. At least The River was for me. <laughs> uh, why The River? Because, again, this is around... I think this concert took place in 78, 79. Um, he had just finished writing and recording this uh, the album, The River. And it's one of the first times he's playing it live. So I really love that, man. It's a great story to the song. It's a great version. Um this 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 was really beautiful and then you had sherry darling on here it's a great oh, okay, uh, clarence song um i mean just a couple of little highlights like i said i don't want to run too long with this review um <laughs> but i thought stay was a highlight it's great hearing jackson brown tom petty uh on this and then the detroit medley which i think uh i don't know if, if this was a single off of it or this was the one that got a lot of radio airplay but um this was like the big one off of this album. This 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 string of uh, of, of songs like "Devil with the Blue Dress on," "Good Golly Miss Molly," "CC uh, C. Um, This is something you would have thought that maybe Bob Seger would put out, okay? But um, I mean, this is such an easy listen. This is such a great one. Good pick, Adam.
1: All right, well, Jeff, yeah, I was surprised that he liked the Springsteen album. Oh yeah, what a shock. I, I, I
0: didn't, I didn't
1: see that coming.
2: He's um, not uh breaking any new ground with this one right uh, <laughs> yeah you're not, you're not
1: breaking any new ground, I tell you <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah, it was fun, uh I guess I don't know uh, yeah, hold on a second. Chaos is ensuing, all right, so there you go, my lights I'm a little dark, all right, so let's go into the next one uh, we'll do Anthony all right so anthony what's your pick buddy
2: all right my pick uh with the theme from my uh random uh random pull. um so my okay i don't generally enjoy live albums as much live albums with the audience and everything like i was saying earlier it's kind of usually a little noisy and uh i prefer studio albums but this album that i picked oh he's going to get oh the album that i picked uh for this is uh the first album by frank black and the catholics it's a self-titled album um it was recorded live in the studio uh so i think that it counts especially like because the springsteen thing is a compilation of two shows or whatever so this was recorded over two days Uh, in the studio in I believe 1997 and uh, they recorded it uh, just these were supposed to be the demos for the album but Frank Black liked the recording so much uh, that it became the album but the the record label was a little unsure so it took like about a year for the record label to get on board with releasing it because it's so raw sounding um but uh this was released in 98 and then uh it it, this is they they claim this was the first album that was available legally to download for so it was for sale on was i think emusic i had it here i lost it emusic i think um and uh, I don't know, I, I, I really like it. I, Frank Black, after this album, he recorded the next couple albums this same way with no overdubs and uh, even like the mixing. They, they did the mixing like on the fly. So it was pretty much like just capturing these real performances of, of his band um, and, and you know not, not doing any overdubs and not even like messing around too much on the mix. So, um, so it's a live album. In the studio with no audience and uh and i i like it so hopefully you guys liked it isn't every album recorded in the studio a live album without the audience (laughs) well they're all playing they're playing all together like he's doing the vocals at the same there's no overdubs so he's so they're they're playing these songs all together
1: yeah but okay i know what you're saying but it's but it's it's still what is that noise there's some sort of like something hammering what's going
2: on uh there's like some uh let me see i might have to let me see if i could shut the window there's a lawnmower i think (laughs) yeah
1: so high production here on dustin's vinyl right Um, (laughs) you know we try to uh keep the sound down a little god all right uh is that better Oh my god, I don't know. Next time we'll do some um sound checks. I didn't realize it was so bad.
2: All right. Well, I don't think this was happening when we started. Oh, okay.
1: All right, it's all good. Uh, sorry, listeners. Um, yeah, sometimes we have street noise that we can't control. So uh that's we've had to do it in a studio soon. Um, yeah, this is a great album. Um, is this what was it what was the other album before this? Cult of Ray or something? Was that the, Yeah, uh, I think Cult of yeah.
2: Ray, yeah, which was yeah. released as Frank Black, but okay. it was the same band. So this is the first album okay. where they called it the Catholics, but it was the same okay. it was the same uh, musicians.
1: Okay, it was the same guys. So they're yeah. doing it. Um yeah, Frank Black is is always uh gonna sound a little bit, you know, kind of out there and different. And that's what I love about, you know, everything from the Pixies to the solo work. Um, I feel the Pixies, um, you know, we're going to kind of go into, you know, a little bit on the next segment about solo work and stuff. I feel sometimes bands keep artists in the realm of what we like. And then when they go off on their own thing, sometimes it gets a little too experimental.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and I think, you know, because there's nobody there to rein them in. Um, I think this does a pretty good job of kind of doing a little bit of that, but at the same time, kind of having a little bit of the Pixie sound and what we like in the Frank Black Pixie songs, I guess. Um, uh, Steak and Sabre, I like, I think that's a really good song. Uh, I like all these songs. I Gotta Move is great. Yeah. And, uh, All My Ghost, the, uh, the opening track, uh, that's fantastic, but, uh, Yeah, it's, you know, Pixie's always dear to my heart. You know, I saw them live, and, you know, they're just, you know, Frank Black is, he's kind of one of those guys that, like, if you know anything about music, you probably will bring him up. And if you don't, you won't. So, yeah, Yeah. he's kind of that bar of how much you know about music. Mm -hmm. So, that's why Jeff hates him. But um, (laughs) I feel, (laughs) Adam, Adam, (laughs) Adam, what does he think about this album? I think it was pretty cool but i i do think it's a little weird with no audience and calling it a live album i think it's a little it's a little it's a little different i think but do you, know, you think
2: because... it, it, even though there's no overdubs and i mean it was it's i'm sure exactly... they
1: redid a song i'm sure they redid a song or two you
2: know oh i'm sure they yeah well it was over the course of two days, but how is that different from the Springsteen thing where he does two shows and they pick the best or like let's say if Well, I my album's pick...
1: different yeah
2: well even Ki- like kiss alive let's say they right. went in the yeah. studio and they fixed stuff from the concert okay. so yeah, that's why well, I that's was, right. it's a little bit off the uh you know it's a little okay. bit of a technicality to call it up but it was okay. recorded live in the studio and okay. uh with, 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 with no overdubs so I, you know i feel like because then there's no, also I... like let's say uh nirvana uh the muddy banks of the wish album mm-hmm. it's a live collection over the course of years Compiling, so that would have counted as a live yeah. album, so that's why I, i'm just I'm just playing with the format a little bit
1: no, you are, and i I appreciate it. It's just like there was a comic that did a special that was no audience, and we mm-hmm. all shit on it because yes. it was like how easy is it to do comedy when you don't have to worry about a laugh, yeah, and uh you know, I think Nico did one there's people that have done studio stuff like that, you know, and it's like, I don't know, it just feels like it's not quite a live performance. If you can just in the middle of it, hey, take a break. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you go, all right, let me call my wife and have a die phone. You know what I mean? Like, and then we'll get to the next song. Like to me, that's a little different. And I and I don't agree with the kiss thing. That's just because Kiss isn't a very good band. Yeah, but um, you know, that's what that is. Is uh, you know, but uh, but interesting. Adam, bring us, bring some, you know, closure to this. What how do you feel about (laughs) that?
4: Um, uh, yeah, so I'm a big Pixies fan. I never really listened to that much of Frank Black's solo work but um uh i mean, I really like this album and uh it it to me it kind of felt like um, um the only thing I thought that was a little bit similar would be maybe some of Stephen Malkmus's um solo stuff, where it definitely had that feel like with his stuff or was different than pavement, like this definitely. I didn't really get the feel that this was pixie stuff. I think I thought this was more straight up rock, more, uh, um, you know, it, it's, uh, not as, you no, know, not as experimental. Um, but I, I mean, the songs, especially the first, the first, uh, eight songs from All My Ghosts all the way down to 666, I thought were fantastic.
1: Great. Yeah. Uh, let's see what Jeff has to say.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think that, um, when the album came out, I think the criticism was that it was not as experimental as some Pixies stuff. It was more kind of straightforward, kind of you know. It almost feels like it could have been Pavement or Weezer or somebody yeah. like that. It was well, they much,
1: got they got to they got to get on the radio. They got to sell an album. I mean, yeah. Doolittle
2: is like you know.
3: Yeah. It's
1: I'll Be Your Man is like they, they got to make money. If they don't have that song, they're not making money. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, yeah. they gotta have a hit, you know, otherwise it's just, you know, I mean, not everybody can do what Zappa did, you know, that's just, it was a different time than when Pixies were out there, you know?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got to move and, uh, I think, do you feel bad about it? Could have been radio, could have been radio hits.
2: Yeah. I like all my ghosts too. I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. The first, for me, like the first half is so strong. The first like seven tracks are just like, Amazing, and then you know, then the rest of it I think is is good, but the it starts out really strong. I, any of those could have been singles,
1: yeah. And this, what year did this come out? 97?
2: 90, it was recorded in 97 and it came out in 98, 98 I believe.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting that it's like, um, yeah, the, I don't know. It's I feel like the Pixies are like a band that everybody obviously, you know, kind of responds to, they're kind of like the replacements where it's like a band yeah. that. Everybody respects, but nobody really listens to. Yeah. And so, <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, the Pixies are very similar. But I feel like with the time that this came out and all the great music that was coming out at this time and the Seattle sound and all that stuff, you would think that, like, this stuff would be more popular. But I guess it was just sometimes music is just meant for a certain type of audience, a more underground audience. And I think that's yeah. just kind of kind of what this, you know, what Frank Black is as an artist and what, you know, this music is. It's just... You know, it's it's kind of punk, experimental kind of harmony. It's just, you know, it's a little bit of Elvis Costello attraction. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot going on with it, you know.
2: It is but, kind of so. surprising uh, that it didn't at least get more press for being uh, available digitally. Because that was like even before Napster and uh, like before, yeah. it, all, you know, internet uh, music took over the industry. So I think it's because he... Co-
1: I think because he, he called his band the Catholics. I mean, look what he did to Sinead O'Connor. You know what I mean? You don't mess with the Catholic Church. You don't mess with... Them. There's a lot of Catholics in this country. They'll take you down.
3: Yep.
2: <laughs> Frank Black ripped up a photo of Kim Deal on stage.
1: Hey! That's why we hire him. He's got jokes. <laughs>
2: uh, that's niche. That's a niche Niche. Joke.
1: That is a niche joke uh All right, so let's. Uh, I'm dying to hear what Jeff has what to has say said. about Frank and the Catholics. All right. Live studio album, not studio, <laughs> just live album.
4: <laughs> all right, hold up. I'm gonna, tra- I'm gonna try something different Uh-oh. here.
2: Look at all that right. face. He's that so face not, pro- not promising that he's gonna. So what can
1: I say about <laughs> Anthony's pick? <Pitt? laughs> Anthony could play in this band. That's what he always said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what he always said. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's get to the Anthony pick now. Frank Blake. <laughs> Of course, Anthony just can't pick a regular live album. We an audience. No, he has to be different. He has to be a live reporter, <laughs> but no audience. But you know what? Plus a surprise, man. This was really good. This ah! Was better than I thought it was wow. going to be. Um, this album, I, I, you know, I'm not like the biggest Pixies fan in the world. Uh, definitely not a big Frank Black fan. But uh, I would definitely check him out more now after listening to this album. This reminded me of kind of like Weezer during the Pinkerton era and ah, yeah. Smiths. If that makes sense to you, know, I'll I'll bring it home and I'll I'll tell you what I mean by that. Um, I think some of the songs that really like uh, stood out for me was I heard Ramona sing that reminded me a big time of uh, of a Weezer uh, song. Uh, I liked the uh, Fu Manchu. I thought it was a great medley on you it. You listened to a
2: different I, album as
0: well. Um, I liked Did he? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The numbers. I thought that was another really good uh, tune. And then there was another song called Czar. And Czar kind of like stood out on this album to me. You <laughs> listened to a different Frank Black album. <laughs> Which one did he listen to? Uh, doing this because of like the heavy bass that was in this. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this. Like, like a 16-year-old girl with my inflection going up. But uh, no, I really like that, man. And he is the Smiths <laughs> person.
2: <laughs> okay. He listened to the self-titled Frank um, Black album was uh. That was the one that came out of
0: '93. See, oh, okay. Marty Marr playing on this. I can hear Marcy singing in this. I kind of, kind of, kind of felt maybe, that, maybe that was influenced by, by Smith. Who knows? Okay. I, like, you know.
1: <laughs> I think, Je- I think Jeff has Alzheimer's. Uh,
2: <laughs> I guess I could see where that could I be confused. In Frank Black, self-titled. Frank Black and uh, the Catholics, self-titled. Something to it. So.
1: Uh. Did you did um, self titled uh, on that one, the second one.
0: You guys okay. picked all three were excellent, and I really enjoyed it. So uh, wish I could have been there this week again, fellas, but uh, duty calls, okay? <laughs> duty, I mean, going to the bathroom. All right, guys, take it. <laughs> oh,
2: come on, dude. I
0: like, Seriously.
2: <laughs> I like that he made it sound like he has diarrhea. <laughs> he
1: does have <laughs> diarrhea.
2: Couldn't be there. I, uh, I had diarrhea. Uh, yeah, so he listened to the self-titled <laughs> Frank Black album. <laughs> Not the self-titled Frank Black and the Catholics.
1: What a boomer move!
2: Um... <laughs> but he liked it. Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, yeah. Like he likes. We don't know if he liked this album. And we don't,
2: don't know if he liked that album. One. I, the one that I picked, I think is a better album. So I like to imagine if he liked that one, that he would love this one.
1: But love is a strong word. But
2: uh... <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh...
1: Yeah, that was great. Uh, that Jeff got the wrong album, um, and then I forgot that I even was doing this show. So it, it sucks to get old. Anyway, guys, um, boomer move. Uh, it's a boomer move. I'm Classic. dying the beard. Dying the beard. <laughs> this is a great album that I chose. Uh, there is, uh, you know, there's very few bands that are just as good as this band. Uh, this band has gone through a lot of changes and still has remained a solid, amazing band. This is the kind of band that um, people all over the universe love this band. Everybody from little kids to boomers to younger people to, you know, different ethnicities. It's, it's just it's something about the sound of ACDC um, that really is, you're just drawn to it. Um, it is a, now a lot of people say it's a simplistic sound, but I disagree. When you listen to this album, you're going to change your mind about the simplicity of ACDC. Uh, this is a live recording. Um, this is the, uh, if you want blood by ACDC, you've got it. Uh, you've won blood. You've got it. Uh, this is a great album. Uh, this is recorded uh, with Bon Scott as lead vocalist. This album will will basically put it put it into that debate that uh, who is a better singer for ACDC. It is hands down Bon Scott. It, this album uh, will remind you of how amazing that he was, and probably the direction that the band would have taken. If he had stayed on as the lead singer, probably we would talk about ACDC. Like we talk about Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and, and, you know, and so on. I think we would probably talk more about ACDC in that fashion. Not that they're, you know, what they are now, but let's just say there may not be as many car commercials uh, with (laughs) ACDC if Bon Scott would have been involved. Um, One thing that's interesting though, I'm sorry, I'm going on a tangent here. Uh, you know, Brian Johnson, the lead singer of ACDC, took over uh, with Back in Black. And a lot of people talk about how great Back in Black was. But one thing that they kept on the low was that Bon Scott wrote a lot of those songs. Yes. And so a lot of people don't realize that's why the album is so good. I mean, American Thighs is what he called yes. his girlfriend. And so, yeah. you know, it's like that's in You know You Should Be All Night Long and stuff. So they, they kept that real low because they wanted to give Brian Johnson a chance. They didn't want to make this, you know, memorial album, you know, that Bon Scott's just I mean, that Brian Johnson's just singing on. So anyway, I can't say enough about Bon Scott. Uh, you know, all all the uh albums that he's involved with are just amazing. So this is a live performance. Um this is the Apollo uh in Australia on November nineteen seventy-eight. Um it was released in the UK and Europe uh seventy-eight and November twenty-seventh, I believe is in uh America. Um, this is, you know, this album, it makes you realize how talented the band is, um, because it's it's almost like a jam session. It's, when you see them live, the songs are longer. And also Angus Young uh, doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Um, you listen to this album, uh, you realize he's up there with Eddie and all those guys, the way he can play. And so it's just kind of one of those albums that if you're not familiar with early ACDC, like the album before this is Powerage, you don't realize how, you know, gritty this band is because they're so slick after a back in black. You know, a lot of it is just real slick music. Oh, and one thing I'd like to add, um, when Brian Johnson got the reins to write the albums, it was flick the switch and fly on the wall. Probably the two worst ACDC albums. <laughs> So, so then they headed back and just let the rest of the band ride the albums after that but anyway i don't want to shoot on brian uh johnson he does have a great voice and he's kept the band alive and he's kept the music alive so he's great um but this is just a really good uh album uh this is this is the follow-up album to power which there uh it was the first live album and uh there's not a bad song on this album my opinion i'm a huge acdc fan I've seen them live; they're so great. I uh, never got to see Bon Scott, but I some because I'm not a boomer. And uh, <laughs> you know, it starts out. Riff Rap is just an amazing song. It just kind of gets you into the groove. Uh, one of my favorite songs on here, The Jack, and that's kind of a bluesy. Nobody realizes how bluesy ACDC is until you hear the early stuff, because yeah. the later stuff is is commercial slick. But this, it's so bluesy and like slow down and just you know and then with Bon Scott coming in with those honking vocals it's really good stuff. Whole lot of Rosie is such a great song with a sense of humor and it's just you know fantastic and then Let There Be Rock I mean that's you know it's such a great song and you know High Voltage Rocker is so good and I just really I think this is one of the better live albums that people just aren't going to talk about because they just miss it. It's something you're not going to you know really get into. And I think there was a big encore on this live show. They all came out in kilts and there's, you know, in memory of, you know, of, uh, you know, honor of Bon Scott's heritage being Scottish and everything. And so, yeah, this is just a great album. Uh, It's, uh, you know, just one of those. And it's amazing. If You Want Blood became a song on Highway to Hell. It wasn't, there's no, it's not on this album. They hadn't actually written it yet. This was just Mm -hmm. a phrase that that they said about, someone asked him what's the album going to be like And they's like well if you want blood you got it and that was oh. just kind of what what bon scott said about the album and then the next album highway to hell they wrote a song called if you want blood you got it and so that you know that's it, an interesting thing about you know how songs come out sometimes you're not you know just yeah. be a phrase and then they write a song about it so yeah so i can't get enough of this album i actually felt like you know it's amazing you were talking about how good the Springsteen album sounded I thought once this, this band, once they started playing, it sounded like a studio album to me as well, because they're so loud. You don't hear anything, but ACDC, like, it doesn't feel like a, like a a crowd infused live show. I mean, you hear them obviously throughout in the middle, you know, in between songs, but when this band is, when they're playing, it's the, there's really nothing else. And so I thought it sounded great. Um, I think it's just a really cool album. And if you don't, if you aren't familiar with early ACDC, you're doing yourself a disjustice. You know, there's some really good albums later, but these, I mean, Back in Black is great, but you really need to go a little early to really get some gritty, great ACDC albums. And this is one of my favorites. If you want blood, you've got it. All right, Anthony, how'd you feel about this album?
2: I liked it. And uh, I was listening to it and, and I, it it made me start doing some, some, Additional research into ACDC, that because I've been a fan for for a long time, but you know I don't know everything there is to know, and uh, I'm glad you brought up the back and black thing because I was reading, I listened to this, and I was reading more stuff, and I was like, that's when I found out that Bon Scott wrote a lot of lyrics for uh, Back in Black, uh, and I thought that was pretty cool that they that they kept. I mean, I don't know if it's I think it's cool. Maybe I, I don't know how his uh, family and all uh, how you know how they feel, but it's it's like a tribute, I guess, even though he's not yeah. really credited. But yeah. Uh, yeah, American Thighs, and she told me to come, but I was already there. It was like all Bon <laughs> Scott lines.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: So I, I didn't know that before. Uh, but the I, I prefer I, I I'm also uh, I prefer Bon Scott era over the Brian Brian Johnson stuff. So I was glad that you picked a live album from from that era because it's that's the stuff i like um it was good i mean you know what can you say about acdc <laughs> <laughs> they did every- I'm, they,
1: I'm not they, breaking <laughs> any ground <you> know. <laughs>
2: they came no, out but- they did everything you want acdc yeah. to do you know they just yeah. kicked the ass and then they left it was great
1: yeah but you know but re-re-listening re-re-list- to this this album is uh you know, the songs are, they're, they're long and there's a lot of instrumental stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you don't think about that with ACDC, you know, they get to the chorus, they get to the mm-hmm. rock, the three minutes yeah. long, you know, bam, 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 bam. And it's like, it's over, it's done, you're out. And it's like, this stuff is, it's, and that's how they are live. You know, Angus you yeah. get up there for like 20 minutes on the guitar, you know, it's like, it's just phenomenal. So, uh so yeah, so I really
4: enjoyed it. Adam, how'd you feel? All right. So I'm more familiar with that ACDC, the one, uh, the, you know, quick three-minute songs, the chorus, yeah. the more uh, yeah, rock-friendly or, or radio-friendly, I would say, uh, yeah. ACDC. So, um, you know, I thought this was interesting. I, I really haven't listened to anything, uh, any of the Bon Scott stuff. Um, in fact, I only own one ACDC album. It's their other live album, the one that was from, uh, I think it was like 92. Yeah. Um, and that one is just okay. all greatest hits. The only song on there from this would be let there be rock so a lot of this was just the first time i'm hearing a lot of this stuff um i love the energy of it there was you know this high energy um there's nothing there's you know it's just straight up rock there's nothing that's there's nothing slow at all in this like yeah. i don't even know if acdc ever i, I don't i don't know yeah. if they ever did a ballad or if it's uh Probably not the really jack is
2: like it's about as slow the as jack
1: is slow have a drink on me i mean they're slower songs but yeah they're not really they're not doing that
4: you know oh, yeah, like to, yeah. yeah 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 oh yeah
2: that's a good comparison like motorhead yeah,
3: yeah.
4: but uh yeah but, i definitely yeah. have to go back and start listening to some early acdc i mean really i'm only familiar yeah. with the stuff uh from uh back in black and and oh. uh forward from that um yeah i don't know i think it's I, like i think they're kind of like to me like kiss where it's a band that i you know i respect and i like you know i listen to their hits but i never got into it never had um um i you know at least for me from uh um you know i never had an older brother who's introducing me or 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 friends that were listening to that which i feel like those two bands for when i was growing up that's really when you when you heard them
2: yeah yeah i had an uncle yeah Yeah, my uncle got me into acdc
1: I thought you were gonna say something inappropriate. No, no,
2: no, not like <laughs> a weird but <laughs> yeah, I I think Adam, I think you should listen to Dirty Deeds. Dirty Deeds Done Dirty. Well, that's my favorite.
1: Well, that was the first one that I was introduced to was Dirty Deeds, you know. I think that was, you know, it's like the album cover where they got the blacked out faces yeah. and stuff, the the tape and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh big balls. Big balls, you
3: yeah, it's big
1: like a balls. perfect
2: Bon Scott representation. Yeah. All of those songs. Yeah. Very
1: cool. All right, great. Glad you guys like the album. Uh does Jeff have anything to say?
2: <laughs> yep. He listened to uh he li- I don't know which one he listened to. He listened to the one that came out in ninety-two.
1: He listened to Highway to Hell. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Dustin's pick.
0: A C D C if you want blood, you got it. Uh first of all, man, this takes me back to when I was a kid this was was like hanging out with like a young jeff with the long hair and the denim jacket and the the sabbath jacket on the back i mean this was what i used to listen to all the time i love this i mean love songs like riff riffraff on this album um who else could sing like like bon scott uh I guess he kills it on this song um i remember we all used to, like, try to impersonate Bon Scott on uh, Hell Ain't a ple- uh, Hell ain't a Bad Place to Be. Uh, you know, that, hey, you! <laughs> Someone should isolate that. And that should be a drop-in for this show, by the way. Me doing Bon Scott was a sore throat. Um, no. That was a great one off of this. So bluesy. <laughs> I was, like, really getting into it. Everyone's, you know, you know the Jack, that was great. And my favorite song off this um, album was a uh, whole lot of love, a uh, whole lot of lovey, a uh, whole lot of love. I'm thinking Zeppelin, a um, whole lot of Rosie, you know. S- you know, you could just feel the power, you know, between Angus playing and, the, and the you know, the, the, the kick of the drums on this. Um, I mean, this was such a great song, and you love the riff on it. Yeah, man, this was also... Another easy one to listen to. It was so good and so much fun and brings you down memory road. So this was a great album too.
1: Great.
2: He
0: liked it.
1: Yeah, I knew he would. Yeah, that's uh, right just, up his yeah. alley. I mean it's A C D C. Come on. Yeah. I'm not, you know, it's like it's and I like it that he likes it. I don't you know, I'm not trying to pick everything that he's gonna hate, you know. It's oh just, yeah. It's, it's oh, just yeah. the videos are funnier when he hates them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little
3: more interesting. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, Wow. What a show. It was all over the place today, but I think, uh, you know, we reined it
2: in. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's in there. (laughs) It's all there.
1: We don't, you know, I love how Anthony has to say that. That's hilarious. I love your quips. Like your quips should be what we put into the show. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: (laughs) 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 You're the perfect
1: Ed McMahon. You're the perfect (laughs) Ed McMahon. Yeah. I agree. All right. (laughs) <laughs> i agree i do What? all right this show this show can never be clean it's just it's just so sporadic um so adam what uh so we've been doing this hundred greatest albums um who did the, who did the uh the list
4: it was consequence of sound did the uh top okay. 100 albums of all time okay so when we and- uh let me see do you want me do you want me to go or do you want to yeah, just go. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So uh we left off with number ninety four, which was Wilco, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. So let's jump to uh number ninety-three, TLC, crazy sexy, cool.
1: <laughs> Anthony owns that. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's the one with uh waterfalls, right? I mean, it made a it, it made an impact. That
1: yeah. song was Don't everywhere. go chasing waterfalls. Yeah.
4: No, uh, I think we uh, Weezer covered that one too and um They did. The was, Teal album.
2: What a disaster that whole album was. <laughs> I tried to listen to it with a buddy of mine. Like we put it on just we were like, this is probably gonna be so bad that it's funny. And it's just so bad that it's bad. You can't mm-hmm. even laugh about how bad it's just awful.
1: Yeah, you have they, such oh, a they love no, hate.
2: they did no scrubs. That's what they did.
4: Oh no scrubs, uh, yeah. They didn't
2: do no waterfalls. Scrubs. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Uh-huh. All uh, right. What's the next? All right. So, Dustin, this is a band you just talked about today. Uh, the Replacements, "Let It Be." Ah, uh, great oh, album. Oh, nice.
1: I was uh, talking to Anthony. I'm trying to get him involved. Yeah. We were listening. We were listening to some Pavement and realized how much they sound like the Replacements. Yeah. And we were just like, his voice is like. I mean, you can tell he's you know definitely inspired.
2: Yeah, and I never put that together before. Yes. I Said
1: that. Yeah, Replacements are great. That's such a. I love that album. That's a pretty commercial album for them, and it's good. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll Be You I'm is on that, now. right? Is I'll Be You on that, Adam?
4: Let's see. That's uh, I'll Androgynous be. is on there. Um,
1: oh,
2: yeah. That's their big one.
4: See,
1: it you have pull it up be. here. Oh, that one's late. That's another album, I guess. The Androgynous. All
2: that's right. one of my favorite songs by them. Um, yeah, they're good. I had the one that's like a white cover. I don't know what it was called. But this one, yeah, I'm looking it up. This is their famous, this is like the big album cover.
4: Yeah. Yeah. This got I Will Dare, Unsatisfied on it. Oh, that's a good one.
2: Yeah. Gary's Got a Boner is on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of a song on the album.
1: I mean, that's right up your alley.
2: <laughs> Gary's
4: so we got, got a boner. Um... <laughs> <laughs> The next one is an album we covered here before. Uh, the Who. Who's Next? Mm. Uh, all right. Okay. It's a good album. Yeah. Classic. Who's Next? Not me. Who's Next? Yeah. Another album we talked about. Alanis Morissette. Jagged Little Pill. Great album.
2: Great, Great album. Great album. You got it somewhere? He's reaching right for it. He's
4: reaching for yeah. right uh, it. He's reaching Such a good album.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Um. Yeah, another album we've talked about too. Uh number eighty-nine, Green Day Dookie.
2: Oh, my uh, okay. favorite of all time.
4: Good album. I know it's not cool yeah.
2: to like Dookie, but that album's amazing. It's a masterpiece.
1: Who's who says it's not cool?
3: Uh
2: young people. I don't know. Punks, real punks. I don't I think it's <laughs> I think it's a perfect album. Yeah. It it is good. It is very good.
4: Uh and then all we right. got uh Alice Coltrane, Journey in how can I not pronounce this? Uh, Sakada. Sa- Sa- na- na- wow, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> S- na- receptor- then, then
1: it doesn't exist. Go to the next one. Yeah, it's no <laughs> real. not real. None of us know who that is. All right, here's another.
2: that wife? That was his wife, right? Coltrane. Was it? <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah. yeah. You don't know. Wife. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah all right. I was watching Do you... the documentary the other day <laughs> of uh, the Coltrane documentary. I just watched it.
1: Oh, uh, what are the odds of that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh
4: <laughs> and here's one we covered uh last October, uh Slayer, Rain in Blood.
2: Ooh, yeah. yeah. Another per- that's perfect that's- metal album, I think. That was Anthony's pick,
4: yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah.
4: We'll Rain go with Blood. uh uh eighty six, uh, another one we covered too, Pearl Jam Ten. Mm. Uh, yeah. that's a good one.
2: I like it. Not my favorite Pearl Jam, but it made. I mean,
4: it was huge. It was everywhere. Yeah. Very then, cool. Uh, um, we got eighty-five. Tupac, all eyes on me. Tupac, what's what big? What songs are on that one? That was. One. Let me see. That was uh California Love. Oh uh, wow! With, yeah. With uh, Dr. Was... Dre. Yeah. You had a uh, nice. Snoop with a uh, uh, two of America's most wanted. Um. How do you want it? I ain't mad at you. Mm. Uh Thug Passion. So that was a and that was a double double album. Wow. Nice. You yeah, bought for big, life.
2: Yeah. I was always more into Notorious B. I. G, but, uh, Me too. but that that was a huge that was a huge album. That was
1: uh, Shut up. Shut up, you you white guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I'm, well, I'm more Puerto Rican too. I'm I was Puerto more into Rico. young MC myself. <laughs> but <laughs> Don't just stand there, bust the move. <laughs> All right, everybody. What a show, huh? Thank you for uh, listening and watching uh, Dustin Vinyl. Please follow us on uh, YouTube, uh, get that page going, and support your local record stores. Bye bye. Anthony, play a little out. Oh, yeah. This show's just rough. <laughs> 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 Wait,
2: let me. Might as well get the camera angle going. Oh, uh,
1: here we go. Ah, this is gonna take forever. Uh, this is like one of
2: Jeff's videos. Alright, now let, let me tune up and then I'll be ready to <laughs>
3: My
1: favorite was, you didn't have the green screen thing on, so my logo, our logo is just on your crotch. Yeah. I know. I, just, <laughs> I
3: don't know what happened.
2: How did, that, how did that happen? That's some really cool pants. You got, <laughs> I got the Dustin Chafin pants
1: on today. I like them. I like them. All right, everybody. Woo! Rock on. <laughs>